not seen that. Hello there. Welcome to this fan critical special episode of How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That? Yay. I am your host for this evening or day. Depends. Ah. That's the beauty of the Cute. podcast, isn't it? Ra. Well, don't give it away yet. <laughs> uh, the beauty of the podcast is you can listen to it at any time in the day whatsoever. Um, so I am Gaz, your host for this particular episode. I'm joined by, if I, well, let me just say, if I was going to start a biker gang, you two would be top of the list mm. of the other biker gang <laughs> that I would want to kill. Oh, clowns. Um, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'd love to have you in my biker gang, boys. I've got Len. Say hello, Len. Hello. Um, nice to be here talking about this all-time classic. And this is my favourite thing because the, ex- the next person you're going to introduce uh, is someone who, when I watch things like this, I would love to know what they think about them because it's just so bizarre. Mm. Yes. And uh, thanks for sh- foreshadowing that. Uh, the next person I'm going to introduce has not seen the movie that we're going to discuss today. And that is John. Hello, mate. Hello. I mean, I hadn't seen it. Um, he has seen it now, disastrous if I was yes. doing this pod and go, oh, yeah, no, it was all right. I haven't seen it, but, you know, two bloobs. Yeah. Um, Don't be giving yeah. it that. Don't be giving it that. Wow. Um, all right. Well, look, I, I mean, we, we call this this series, How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That? And I've got a little bit of a, a bone to pick with the two of you because I wasn't on the last episode of this. And I'm struggling to understand how we've come to do this film. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm delighted that we get to do this film because it's. I won't go into too much detail about how I feel about it, but I'm delighted to have the opportunity to watch it again and to talk about it. I'm confused as to how we're having a go at people that haven't seen it because certainly these days in the, the part of the world that we live in, it's a little bit of a niche movie. What do you think? This is no more niche than Spirited Away. This for me is is the uh the 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 thing that brought anime and sort of manga to the western world. Now you, you whatever you say about it it's people will know this film. Now I think it is you're right Gareth it's a cult classic in terms of the fact that the audience numbers will be quite small. I've seen it, but everyone should watch this film. And if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen this film, just listen to us talk about it because it's hilarious in terms of I know it's going to be a good podcast. But also <laughs> go and see the film Obviously. because um, it's going to get a good score from me and Gaz. It's probably going to get a shit score from John because it's not up <laughs> John's alley. What is honestly? Yeah. So, but just stick with us. Go watch the film and come back or just listen to us ramble about it and then go watch it. Whatever. It is a great film. I mean, yes, correct. It is. Um, I, I just think, I think I'm going to give you a bit of credit here, John. I guess what I'm saying is I feel a little bit harsh saying, how the fuck have you not seen that Well, uh, when we're talking about this film? Mm. It's, uh, you know, I'll let you into a little secret. This was on a list of films that I illegally copied on a <gasps> CD. Ooh. Excuse oh, yeah. me, yeah, Jonathan. So there you go. But I've burnt it now, so you know you won't get me on that. There's no evidence. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, this was on a list of films. I was like, oh yeah, definitely want a copy of that, and I'll watch that one day. And that was over 20 years ago. So I'm I'm glad to have seen it now. I think if you're talking about the context of 
uh, you know, someone that's a podcaster of, of films and, you know, I, I did fucking film at uni. This is something I should have seen. Yes. It's, it's on, yes, it, it would be on right. a list of films that it's like, you know, if someone went, oh, I've never seen Casablanca, you might go, well, you know, I mean, yes, yeah, it's, it's a black and white film and it's it was made about 70 years ago. So, yeah, fair enough. Um, but if you're a film student, mm. that's unforgivable. So, right, yeah, exactly. yeah. So I, I guess in that context, it's definitely one I, I should have seen, uh, much like Spirited Away, I guess. Um, I guess just, just for the historical significance of, uh, you know, anime breaking into the American market, the fact that it's, you know, at the time, one of the, I think it had the largest budget uh, in uh, in Japanese animation up until that point. Um, all right, let's let's not rip through all of and my notes. also just going through your notes quickly. Two notes. Um, oh, I'm not reading that. That's shit. Um, what's Liverpool? What, what have they got to do with this? Um, yeah. Just so uh, now I'll, I'll save it. But um, look, it's it's significant in terms of film history. I should have seen it. I now have, and you'll know my thoughts shortly. All right, we have danced around this long enough. Uh, we are covering today the 1988 cyberpunk post-apocalyptic anime that is Akira I was going to start us off actually today with a, a quality quote uh, that I came across in my research here. There was everything else, and then there was Akira. And I think actually, in a lot of ways, when you're talking about, uh, if you're talking about anime and its influence in the Western world, that is very apt. Um, depending on your context, it might not be so apt we probably can't go oh yeah the the history of mankind we can break it down into two periods uh pre akira and post akira <laughs> but definitely without doubt anime we can break it into those two periods um as i said i'm delighted to cover this film uh len what you've seen it uh you or i mean you've seen it recently for this hopefully but you had seen it before as well can you can you maybe outline your personal experiences watching this movie? Yeah, to be honest, I hadn't seen it. So I watched it last night for the first time, I reckon, in 10 years or more. And uh, it's one of those films, you don't always revisit it all the time. It's not like Spirited Away. We, we covered Spirited Away earlier in the series. And I reckon I watch that film once every six months or something. I just no, absolutely adore no. watching that film. What do you mean? I definitely do. Why are you watching that once every six months? Come on. Me and Gaz watch it drunk regularly, if anything, and then we always talk about how weird it is when we're absolutely hammered. Yeah. But um, why is your hand there? The <laughs> but <laughs> let's let's reenact that scene, the <laughs> kissing scene. Let's reenact that. <laughs> uh, if you've watched Spirited yeah. Away, that'll make sense. Um, yeah, if you haven't, you've already turned off. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, so I was watching it uh, last night in preparation for this, and 
it's on the eve of one of the most anticipated games of all time, arguably coming out, which is Cyberpunk 2077, <laughs> um, which is literally essentially set in like a city called Night City, which essentially just looks like Neo Tokyo in this film. So I'm sitting there watching Akira and then the next day I'm like, I, I know I'm going to go pick up Cyberpunk. So I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. I'm getting so in the mood for that game right now. Um, and yeah, as I said, I hadn't seen it for, for over a decade easily. And when I watch this film, it brings back so many memories of seeing something that completely changed my perception of uh, what cyberpunk is, but then also just opened the, the doors and the shutters to that world in a way that I hadn't really had since I watched something like Blade Runner, for example, which is a bit different, obviously. It's a different sort. Of, it's got the same sort of vibes at times, but this goes in a completely weird offshoot tangent. And it's that idea of anime and and manga and this is the thing that got me into it properly uh into shows like attack on titan and all these other shows i've I, I watch now because just the just the creative elements to it and the scale of it and just some of the i don't know the creature design and the ideas all melding into this you know kind of like gross akira like thing at the end it's just incredible and it has to be seen to be believed. I think if you haven't seen this film or haven't watched much anime, to watch this film will literally blow your mind in a good way or a bad way. You might watch it and go, I don't even know what the fuck's going on here. This is terrible. Or you might watch it and go, what is this? This is amazing. Wow. Like, how, what the, <laughs> that motorcycle's cool. Wow. Look, he's psychic and that. And what's are the, you, they, are were, you taking, they were best friends. Are you friends. taking quotes? <laughs> Yeah, you're taking, I'm taking quotes, quotes from the sure. advertising posters, aren't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was what they advertised with in the Western world. Uh, that was yeah. that literal translation from Japanese. Um, but no, for me, it's just mind-blowing. And I think there are very few things that you can watch that will surprise you as much as something like Akira. So for me, it's a five blueberry film, just because of the way that I remember it so fondly and the way it opened my mind to a whole new genre that I didn't even know that I wanted to watch but now I watch constantly so that's why for me it's a five blueberry film uh so I I didn't ask for your blueberry score just yet but uh, <laughs> thanks for sharing it um do you want to just quickly <laughs> quickly tell us what the blueberry system is just in case John's forgotten. yeah so the blueberry system uh, in case John has forgotten uh, is it's a scale from zero to five. It's how we rate everything. You can have no halves. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a very harsh but fair scale. And this is a arguably one of the best animations of all time. So it's a five <laughs> blueberry from me. Um, mm. That's all I have to say. Also, I will say uh, we've had <laughs> that's, conversations. That's all I have about... to say. And also <laughs> yeah, I will say... Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just remembered we had a conversation or we've had several references to the fact that blueberries cannot be halved uh, because it's just silly. And then we've had people write in and say, well, they feed their babies half a blueberry or whatever. Um, I have a Great Dane and I did half a blueberry for her the other day um, and she got very upset. So then it's proof that you can never half a blueberry. So now I only give her full blueberries. So that's Is that not poison? I'm that. sure that's poisonous for a dog. Is that not poisonous? Nah, they're fine. Nah, they're fine, mate. Apples, Bloops. bananas, blueberries. You've not mm. even looked it up, have you? Nope. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're killing your dog. Um, anyway, uh, no, no, it's fine because the blueberry, the 
the blueberry was coated in chocolate, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, um, it's a massive dog as well, probably fine. It's, yeah, yeah it'll big, be one. Fine. Um, big one. Big one, all right, uh, John. I'm going to save you until last as the as the newcomer to this film. Um, I've probably got similar history uh, to Len with this film in that I first watched it maybe 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 twelve years ago. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I was at uni. Um, and I was about twenty. Yeah, and that sounds about right. And it was a film that I'd heard of and I knew about, but I I had actually already sort of got into anime through studio ghibli and so I, that was my exposure studio ghibli is one thing uh akira is something something else um and the the way that uh i guess it's very similar len in, in that it just showed me something that i didn't know existed and i didn't know i wanted and when i watched that film i was just swept away by it um, it, I think, I think you have to recognise that as a film, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this in a little bit more detail later. So I won't go into too much at this point. But as a film, it does have some narrative structure challenges, and that's particularly the case from a a Western influenced background where we're we're used to a certain way of telling stories, um, and that that does need to be acknowledged and it needs further exploration shortly um but aside from that the world building is phenomenal neo tokyo just looks incredible um the the way that they introduce you to neo tokyo through through the biker gangs um is amazing that sense of lawless lawlessness and yeah. um it's like just, the warriors the war, the warriors, John, warriors. One, of films, one of John's favorite films. It's a similar vibe, but you just get yeah. introduced to very city stressed out groups gangs. of yeah, yeah. warriors. Yeah, just just What's going on everybody out seeing You're a therapist. Wa- I'm worried. <laughs> warriors um. come out to see your therapist. Um, the uh, the sound design is like it's really unusual, really unusual, but it's it's phenomenal. Um, the the art is phenomenal. It is absolutely incredible. Um, the influence that it's had on anime generally, in and particularly anime in the West, uh, phenomenal. Uh, give me another word if you can, but it seems to be it seems to be filling the boxes that I need filling here. I just think it's like a it's a it's a devastating movie. It's beautiful. Uh, it's re- it's intelligent. Um, and it's so important that I can't give it anything less than five blueberries. Um, so that's my score. Uh, this was, I'll say this was my, I think it was only my third or fourth watch of it as well, because I don't think it's a film that you kind of necessarily no. want to re-watch all the time. Definitely not. Um, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to take on. Um, but when, <laughs> when, yeah. Um, all right. When, when you do watch it, it's... Uh, Particularly that first half is just is just mind blowing. J Mac, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, uh, do you know I'll, I'll give you my score immediately because you know I, I don't want to I don't want to scare anyone, and also it's one of those that I'd sleep on it because my score has switched constantly. Yeah. Um, okay. And not and not well, in the way that. Now. Well, 
just saying. Not all films that get a two are terrible. <laughs> no, so um, with uh, with Spirited Away, um, I, I kind of flitted between the four and five and actually when I'd slept on it, I woke up and I was like, actually, that was, uh, I think the word I used was, was charming and I suspect that uh, when it comes to uh, Studio Ghibli or Ghibli, um, that that will be that uh, that will resonate in quite a lot of their films. You know, you get some little yep. fucking purple blob thing. thing with a little bit of, with a mm. with a wig. You know, that's a bit mad. Why? <laughs> why would a monster have a wig? I just don't um, understand it. That sounds cute. Um, yeah. What's what's that on. thing in McDonald's? The purple thing. What's the purple thing in McDonald's? You know, the the big thing that's friends with Gr- Grimace. 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 Yeah, that's Grimace. all. I, that's all I've got in my head right now. Just a little bit grimace, mad, wouldn't it? You go, well, why? Why is he an accountant as well? It's just, it does, it warms to you because you're just thinking, you know, why would you allow this? Why would you allow a blobby purple monster that wears a wig to do your taxes for the year? It's mental, but it's charming. Um, and if you want to go and see that film, no, it doesn't exist, but it could do. Have you made any donations to charities? <laughs> Have you been drinking? And would you like fries with that? Yeah. He's an alcoholic as well. So, yeah. So I find that quite charming. Um, yeah. With with this, uh, I flitted between uh, a three and a four. Um, and uh, I, I think the appreciation um, of what it would have been in 1988, a film like this, yeah. uh, as yep. as eventually pushed it to a four i will say oh that's nice of most of the films that i've seen that i would rate as a four bloob i would almost certainly be happy to go back and watch it this is not one of them uh the last 20 minutes of this (laughs) film honestly i hated i hated it really hated it i this a lot of it was just so just tropey and shit and i was just like why is he now a big blobby monster like oh man honestly do better do but better is it tropey now but back back then it wasn't yeah a potentially trope, if you get they, what yeah, I mean. no, no, I, I they get created that. the tropes no yeah. no they didn't not in 88 yes, no they way did. no way no yes. way no what no it's many, not, all right no, tell me, it's not tell me like... which giant blobby movies you watched before 88 <laughs> 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 i told you the one with where is the accountant um, no, so uh, I, I was just like, oh, just I can't be doing with this. Um, you know, hey, man, you are my best friend, and now we're enemies. Oh, whatever. Um, they didn't say that. No, well, he could have done. Fucking hell, some of the dialogue is stilted, but I'll let it go because it's anime. Um, yes. The, the, begin- the beginning of this film, in fact, I'll, I'll sum it up for you. The first minute or two minutes, I was like, yeah, yeah. This this is going to be fucking good, um, you know. You've got you know a tagline um, that it's like thirty years or thirty one years, whatever it is, thirty years I think after World War Three. You just see this decimation, and the sound is like, I mean, it's eerie. It's not a big boom. Oh man, everyone's dead. It's drums. It's just it's like these yeah, look, eerie drums. You know, yeah. something happened. <laughs> You know, it was a, a nuclear war or something. You know, something's happened. Or something. Um, yeah, something. So don't worry about that. That's like, <laughs> Something's ev- gone on there. Everyone's dead I now. I can tell something's happened there. Everyone's dead 30 years later. Get on with it. 
And I was like, oh, wow. I mean, that is, you know, that that's that's punchy. And then you've got the, the bar scene. You've got these fucking creepy guys. I think there's a few people just getting off with one another. I'm pretty sure I see some hands going down some knickers. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Fucking and then, and then, you, started watch, then you started watching Akira again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I can't be that bored already, can I? Um, and I thought, yeah, this is going to be good. And then there was just a lot where it was kind of like, there were so many characters at the beginning, I wasn't really sure who I was supposed to be following. And then in the end, like I think there's a scene about 15 minutes in where you've got the whole biker gang. And it's like, I couldn't tell you what any of their names were. There were people propping up and I was like, who is that? Is is that this person? Or some of them look very similar, very similar. Um, and they've decided that, you know, the one guy that, is going to be the bad guy. Well, sort of the bad guy. Um, they just just give him a massive forehead. <laughs> like that, that's how, that's how you're going to be able to tell. You know, he's not perfect like uh, like Canada. <laughs> you know, he doesn't have brilliant hair. He's got a bit. He's his forehead's a bit big and his hair's a bit shit. So make him the evil one. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, there, there was lots of it going on. Also, there's there's bits even now where I'm like, who is this guy that's working in the the office? That I mean, is he betrayed the rebels? I don't really Grimace. know. Grimace, we on told here. you that already. <laughs> we told you about Grimace. So yeah, I um I give it a four bloob. Um, I have absolutely no interest uh, in watching it again. Um, I this is, I would say I'm more. I remember saying this after uh, Endgame that even though I gave that four infinity stones out of six. Um, <laughs> I know, bizarre scale. You can half them, you can't. Um, I was so disappointed. And with this, genuinely, at the end, I was so disappointed, so disappointed. Um, but that's because but that's because the standard is there, isn't it? You know, everyone's like, oh, yeah, you got this one of one of the great films. And you watch it and you're like, I can appreciate its impact, but for me, it's not something where I'm like, oh man, that's blown me away. It really didn't. Um, and a lot of that is to do with with the narrative. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you've pointed out some of your concerns. And I think, as I touched upon earlier, they 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 are basically around the narrative structure and the way that the story is told. There is a very... That's a very valid criticism, and there's a very real reason as to why that's the case. So, um, films directed by a chap called uh, Katsuhiro Otomo, Katsuhiro Otome, and he also happens to be the same guy that wrote the the anime and um, the manga. Um, so, the manga is fucking massive, right? It's it's in six parts. It's 2000 pages long and i think if part one came out in 1982 part six came out in 1990 right so the film the film came out before the thing was actually finished and the film it, he decided that he was going to direct it surprisingly maybe he like brutally just cut shitloads of content out and uh so the the film is essentially the first half of part one of the anime and the last part of part six of the anime. And I think 
that shows sometimes. Um, there, there, there is so much. There are so many sort of massive stories that could easily be a movie on their own that are given kind of thirty seconds for you to be like, right? I think I get what's going on here, but uh, I don't know. And and I I think that's the the problem. Um, it's not really an excuse for it because you know if if a film doesn't stand up on its own, that doesn't that doesn't mean like you're you're anybody's wrong to say well I I didn't get it because the, there's there's not enough there for me. You shouldn't have to go and read a two thousand page ma- manga to understand a movie, but uh, that is that's just a bit of background for you, a bit of context as to why perhaps you have got that impression yeah look i i um but i mean we've spoken about this before when <clears throat> you talk about adapted screenplays and when they're done very well that like look there's an oscar for it because it's like fucking hell sometimes it is majorly impressive um i enjoyed the watchman film whereas those that were like so tied to to the graphic novel hated it because it was like there's there's mm. too much in here to turn it into a you know, two and a half hour film. Um, uh, and I suspect, uh, I mean, look, Akira, the live action movie has been like touted for like 20 years now. Um, yeah. And uh, I guess they're probably going to have that, that same issue where it's like, well, do, do they adapt the animated movie or do they adapt the manga? And if they were to adapt the manga, it is the only way to do that you know, making a trilogy of trilogy. movies and even then you're squeezing in a lot or do you turn around and, um, you, you know, someone like fucking HBO or something like that, adapt it into, you know, two, three, four, five season series. Um, Jordan Peele was attached to it for a very long time. I don't know if he still is or isn't, but he was, uh, he had the reins last time I checked. Um, no, I think Taiko Waititi. Wakita. Well, with... <laughs> Which is also another left field decision, but he's great. So, and he's he handles sci fi actually surprisingly well. So, um, I, I I think he'll do a fantastic job. If you've seen some of his uh, work on The Mandalorian, also excellent. Um, the episodes mm-hmm. where he's directed. So, um, I I have full faith in him, hundred percent. So the latest the latest apparently is that he's put it on hold at the moment. Michael to Bay go and direct. <laughs> Thor. Oh my god! And, uh, he's put that. he's put Michael Bay in as a as a yeah. as a placeholder. Um, um, can, can we just talk about? Um, there was a moment in this film where I hadn't seen it obviously for a decade, and I didn't know John a decade ago. Um, and I was just watching yeah, this film, and 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 there was a moment where I forgot about. Um, the espers, you know, the the three kids. I forgot about them for a split second. And then they turn up and there's the one in the plane who's sort of working with the colonel to try and get um Kyoko back, I think. I, it is, I, or... I can I just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil your story, but I'm gonna say I know exactly what you're going to say and I thought the exact yeah. same thing. So there's there's like one of the kids is called Masaru and he's like this little he looks like John, he which is Japanese like for Macan. Masari Masari was Japanese Sitting for Macan. So yeah, Masaro number twenty-seven. I'm not. I'm not wheelchair bound. <laughs> He's wheelchair bound. But mate, mate, he looks. Honestly, I don't, I... anyone who's our listeners who knows what John looks like, 
Google them. No, he but looks, it definitely, he looks definitely used to be. just like your anime character. He is essentially your anime yeah. character. And I was watching it and I was a bit delirious because it was like midnight when I was watching it. And I was like, what's John doing in this film? Honestly, I couldn't believe it. I was, I literally had a little chuckle to myself. Yeah. So, so good. Um, yeah, I'm surprised you only gave it four bloobs. Because <laughs> you're in it. You're in it. Um, now, normally, yeah, normally at fan critical, or often at fan critical, we we do we do go through our media scene by scene. We're not going to do that with this film, no but way. I will give you kind of a quick overview, which is is quite long. So I'm going to go through it. I'm going to read through it quickly. Can you two stop me if there's something you want to discuss? Otherwise, just let me ramble through it as quickly as I can. All right. I'm going to take like a deep breath and just go for it. Oh shit, I just wasted that deep breath telling you that's what I was going to do. Let's go again. In 1988, something resembling a nuclear bomb hits Tokyo, destroys the entire city. In 2019, 31 years later, Neo-Tokyo is a dystopian megacity rife with lawlessness, violence and civil unrest. We're introduced to Kaneda and his biker gang, uh, including his pals uh, such as Tetsuo. Uh, One night, in an attack on a rival gang, the Clowns, Tetsuo collides with a mysterious-looking boy, who happens to be called Takashi, uh, who has mysterious powers. (laughs) He's a bit like Kevin. Um, He is certainly home alone. Um, Tetsuo crashes into him. That incident awakens some powers within Tetsuo, who is captured by some sort of mysterious government operatives. Uh, He becomes aware of something or someone called Akira, and is determined to find out who or what that is. Tetsuo's powers get a bit mental, he gets very destructive, he is desperate to find Akira. All of this is happening against a background of civil unrest, violent cults, bubblings of chaos essentially in Neo-Tokyo Tetsuo ends up going on a rampage, killing people, destroying parts of the city, going through Neo-Tokyo, the military, the government um, and some other mysterious children um, with special powers are trying to stop him uh, as well as his old pal, Kaneda uh, and the surviving members of his biker gang he continues to, to eventually discover Akira who is no more, his internal organs have been frozen, but he does discover that Akira was the cause of the explosion back in 1988, the explosion that destroyed Tokyo. Uh, And essentially, he discovers that he is himself very similar to Akira. Tetsuo loses control, turns into a mental blob monster. Akira sort of comes back to try and stop him. Um, There's another major explosion kind of thing which destroys Neo-Tokyo, Tetsuo and the other mysterious children, test subjects, espers, etc., all go into that tiny explosion, massive explosion, that turns into a tiny explosion and are now in another dimension. Uh, The survivors, including Canada, dust themselves off and prepare to start again. Mm. That's the whole Mm. film, mate. That's the film? Yeah. Well, you say that. You say that. You say that, but... There are some huge subplots that have been missed out there. There's uh, a character called Kay, who I haven't touched upon at all, who um, in, in the in the manga is arguably arguably the main character. The, the, 
it's very much there isn't a focus on a specific character but if there was k is one of the main ones she runs a she's well, just she a love run. interest she's... in this really in the yeah film. she's just yeah, a she's love interest a a... which is disappointing mm. yeah it's all about that with you um, isn't it, I... <laughs> barely touched upon canada's <laughs> journey uh there's kauri um who's tetsuo's girlfriend who i didn't talk about at all it's it's an incredibly complex story there is a lot going on there now i'm going to ask you gentlemen it can be in that in that abridged version of the story that i've given or outside of it do you have any favorite uh, any personal favorite moments in the film any scenes that stick out for you or live long in the memory jmac will kick off yeah. with you um the guy that tries to blow up um everyone in the police station oh. Gets so a grenade good. out and he's like, "Yeah, yeah. fuck you, you know, yeah. freedom to whatever," yeah. and then just pulls it and it just fails on him. Um, the the uh, the beating that takes place after that, where everyone just piles in and just kicking his head in, I was like, "That is hilarious." Yeah. Um, even funnier yeah. when the bomb eventually goes off or the grenade eventually goes off later on in the scene. Um, I thought that was really good, really like actually in terms of like comic timing and stuff. Um particularly in the 80s because otherwise it would be tropey um i loved it i love that and and there's loads of bits later on in the film where it's like you've got protesters and then just these policemen just coming out of nowhere or special forces just kicking the shit out of them i was just like this is hilarious mm. um and also look it's mirrored in in life at the moment so you know you keep complaining people but eventually we'll get a new akira and you'll blow everyone up so, you know, rein yourselves in, go home, watch Netflix. Yeah, the worst of, if you wish. This is a this is a bloody film. Like, <laughs> let's be fair. Fact. Um you've you've picked out you've picked out one bloody scene. There are many, many uh to be had. So uh you've Compared chosen to that anime one. now though, <laughs> it's not that bad. Like I was rewatching it obviously yesterday, like we all were, and I was watching it going, hmm. I thought it'd be more visceral and violent and it and it wasn't as violent as I sort of remember. In fact, some of the times where it has a chance to go ultra violent, it actually rains in quite a lot. Um, <laughs> ultra I mean, mate, violent if activated. Some, if you watch Blow! stuff like Attack on Titan. Yeah, if you watch stuff like Attack on Titan now, there's just blood everywhere and limbs and, you know, it's it, this is not at the time it wasn't tame, but now it is tame, I think, personally. Yeah. I mean, Maybe. what about the bit where, you know, the rebels helping little Kevin, helping him escape, and he's already been yeah, shot brutal. at this point. And Kevin's like, yeah, oh, no, let's is... go. Come on, we need to get out of here. I'm a little yeah, yeah, green, yeah. disgusting little goblin kid. And so, okay, just hold on, hold on. Let me just shoot these dogs dead. And then he gets shot and then just obliterated in like a, a RoboCop-style just massacre. Yeah, RoboCop style shooting. There's another RoboCop style shooting with uh, Kay and her revolutionary gang in the sewers mm. uh, from one yeah. of those, one of those like flying gun machines. Kay shoots somebody in the mouth and he dies and sits there in the sewers with bloody face. Mm. There's a, <laughs> I just, there's a I lot. I just remember it being worse. I just remember it being a lot worse. And. I'll go on to what I, I, I think obviously the main part of the film is obviously this the relationship between Tetsuo and uh, uh, and Kaneda. And I really enjoy their confrontation uh, before it goes to Blob Town, which is the bit basically where 
Kaneda is confronting him with the giant laser cannon. And I really like the back and forth that goes on there. You also have Kay involved and she's sort of been uh, possessed by the Espers and has powers at that point. Um, but the whole relationship between um, Kaneda and Tetsuo, I think, is is quite beautifully done throughout the film. You get little snippets and flashbacks every now and then of what they were growing up as kids. And you get this sort of inferiority complex that Tetsuo has. And, um, you know, it's it all stems from that initial conversation about the bike where Tetsuo's sitting on his bike and then Kaneda's like, you can't drive that bike. There's no way you'd be able to drive that bike. <laughs> Get um, off it, you yeah. shit idiot. Don't even try Why are you it, talking mate? to me like that? Yeah, in front of all the rest of the gang. What's your problem? <laughs> even when Tetsuo has all these crazy shit powers, idiot. he just wants the bike. Like, he wants to ride the bike. So, for me, it's it's kind of like just that whole relationship between those two characters, I do, I do think, does really shine through in this film. And... At the start, you're kind of like, Canada, you're a bit of a dickhead. But then at the end, you sort of love Canada. Like, I really love Canada. Mm. I think, you know, Why I, are they? He, you know, I think he, he sacrifices himself to try and save Tetsuo. Uh, when Tetsuo has killed one of his friends, um, <laughs> Tetsuo has also, you know, <laughs> only one, <laughs> and destroyed most of the city and is trying to go apocalyptic on everyone. He still sacrifices himself to go and save Tetsuo. And that is a strong moment. And I love the little flashbacks of them at school when Tetsuo, you know, had his first day and, you know, they both got beaten up and they sort of bonded over that. And it's really sweet. And um, there is a heart to this film, even though there's all this crazy stuff going on. And the like Gaz said, the backdrop of dystopian society and civil unrest and all this other stuff that goes on. It's a simple story about two best friends who have known each other throughout their whole lives. And there's obviously been some sort of tension there between them or, you know, Tetsuo feels, you know, that he's been slighted by Kaneda, but ultimately knows that they do love each other. And there's that sort of reconciliation in a way at the end. And uh, it's quite sweet, um, really, at the end of the day, even though there's all this crazy shit going on. So I, I quite like it because of isn't, that, personally. Isn't it a little bit annoying when you know, they get the little showdown and he turns up with a little laser gun that, you know, Tetsuro's, yeah, I mean, his, his powers, that, I mean, yeah. they're yeah. a bit just inconvenient, aren't they? It's like... Yeah, yeah, of course, like, of course, no, come of course. This is I what I mean, but... Yeah. So yeah. let's, let's, I think let's that, have an I, even I, battle and then suddenly yeah. it's like... Uh, right now he's flying up into space and blowing up a satellite. Like, I mean, what's going on here? <laughs> I think yeah, I think there's part take of it. A bit of license with it, I think. I think part of it as well because you know you watch and Kaneda's got an opportunity several times to shoot Tetsuo in the head with this laser thing, and he goes Tetsuo, heads up, before doing it. And I was like, they don't want to kill each hey, other. Tetsuo, they don't I'm going to kill you now in the head. <laughs> yeah. Look out, Tetsuo! I'm gonna shoot you in a minute. He he doesn't want to do it. He like that's that's the thing. It's I mean I don't know. I, there's I I, yeah, I think rubbish, I think you've explained it really well, Len. I I agree with you. I think I think they could have given more time to the relationship before Tetsuo's collision um, mm. with uh, yeah, it's quite quick uh, with what's his name with the Esper. Um, because it's only from that point that they that you really see that relationship between Kaneda and and Tetsuo. It would it would have been nice to have had that that foundation initially, um, but 
but yeah, I, I I agree. I think that's a I think that's a beautiful centerpiece of the movie. Um, I'm gonna go for something maybe slightly less uh, less deep and meaningful. Just a moment that just I love because it it terrifies me and it sticks in your mind and is proper nightmare material. And it's when Tetsuo's in in like hospital and uh, the um, the little versions of the toys are crawling across his bed. Yeah, and then, it's weird that. And then he looks up and all the toys come together to form that giant teddy bear that starts like leaking milk. And it's terrifying. <laughs> it is terrifying. That, I mean, Jesus Christ. It, I, I love it and I hate it at the same time. And that's 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 what film is supposed to do. And the visions that uh, Tetsuo has, which are sort of flash frames at times, um, are very disturbing. Like yes. um, he has moments where he sees himself kneeling over and spilling out his innards all over the floor. And it's only a flash frame, <laughs> but there is very visceral, <laughs> disgusting, very mind. But when you're not in that mood, like you're just watching the film and at this point, um, you're not expecting stuff like that. And for it just to be literally shown to you quite uh, violently um as these flashes it really puts your psyche on the back foot about what's going on and and i kind of feel like when i i remember first watching this film like what the fuck is going on here with these quick edits like and as editing is my job i was like oh this is this is impressive like i i don't know it's making me feel things and it made me feel things last night when i watched it um so it is kind mm-hmm. of like you lose your mind with tetsuo a little bit um, you do yeah yeah yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, I always visualise my innards spilling out everywhere. Obviously, classic Len and gi- giant teddy bears. To be fair, I do sometimes have nightmares about um, Chucky from Child's Play mm. coming to kill me. So, um, and that yes. is genuine. So, but that's because um, your parents let 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 literally let you watch that when you're five years old. Right. That is it's a little toy. Yeah. It's a toy, isn't it? That's too Mate, much. It traumatised me for years, man. Years. It's hilarious. I love it. I had to have counselling and everything. I forced him to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's Saturday. Yeah. You know what that'll, teach you, that, that'll teach you, Alex. <laughs> that'll teach you for not doing the dishes. You do the fucking dishes. There are no dishes. Mummy, I'm mummy, I'm five years old. I don't know what is a dishes. <laughs> Shut the fuck yeah. up, Alex. Watch Charles fucking play. Watch yeah. Charles play. You fuck. Um <laughs> Alright. And yeah. <laughs> and then you modelled your look on Chucky as well, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. No, Chucky from Rugrats. Chucky from Rugrats, not Chucky from Child's Play. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah, true. That's yeah. yeah, it's not a bad shout. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I, I want to get to I want to get to the quiz. Um, yeah. So got, got a little Hurry quiz up. for you, J Mac, just to just to check that you've that you've actually watched it. But before we get there, I did just want to run through a, a little bit of a. A, a summary of the influence that this film has had. Um, and this is not doing it justice at all. But it, it's fair to say that it is a huge reason that anime has any level of popularity in the, the Western world, the English-speaking world, or the Eurocentric world. Um, before Akira, there was very little exposure um, in the West. Um, it's it's arguably one of the, the origins or the driving... Um, forces behind the the popularity of cyberpunk as a genre um, at all, like it, it existed, 
uh, but um, but this was this was a pivotal moment, especially kind of the 80s version of cyberpunk, which I think is kind of the prevailing vision of of cyberpunk that we have these days. Um, it was at the time it was the most expensive anime film, um, and that 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 was a significant investment, but it made its money about about a hundred times over. Um, and just just an interesting thing that I read about this, just a, an analysis of Akira, how in the Western world, sci-fi sci-fi films tend to look at technology as uh, it, it ends up being a way that helps the heroes save humanity. And in Akira, and and this is this is kind of been a, a lasting legacy of Akira as well. But in Akira, it's technology is a tool that is destined to doom humanity, um, and you know that in itself could be a legacy of Japan's World War Two history, of course, as well. Um, which you know we're not going to get into on this podcast, um, but. It's uh, it's just in interesting. Our, in our other one, we will though. Yeah. So tune into that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, World War Two cast. World War Two cast. Um, I'm gonna yeah. just give you this list, right? Credited with setting the scene or inspiring the following: Pokemon, Dragon Ball, Naruto, Ghost in the Shell, Cowboy Bebop, Metal Gear Solid, Final Fantasy VII, uh, The Matrix, Kill Bill, Looper, Dark Knight, Inception, Stranger Things, Tokyo's delayed 2020 Olympics. Um, the Trapper Keeper episode of South Park um, and all of the Western world's exposure to anime. It is truly uh, mm. an incredibly influential and important movie. Yeah. Um, whether oh, it works add, for can you... Can I add a couple? Can I add a couple just off the top of my head? Yeah, go on, go on. Um, go on. So obviously something like Stranger Things. Yeah, you just uh, said that. But also... <laughs> I, yeah, that's <laughs> one that I said, yeah. <laughs> Okay. But that's, uh, there's do, a, there's a, do you want to add Pokemon a, a su- and Dragon Ball Z as well? Or? No, Cowboy no. Bebop there's a, su- <laughs> there's a superhero film um, which I love. And yep, no Dark, Dark Knight, I've told you that already. No, no. Chronicle. Yes. Um, if you haven't seen the superhero film Chronicle, go watch it. It's, it's excellent. And the sort of showdown that happens and the sort of story of the main character in that is ex- essentially exactly the same as Tetsuo's in this film. Bullied or My name sort of is slighted, gets what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, gets powers, becomes a sort of apex predator, and has a showdown with a, a close, uh, essentially a family member, um, and it's excellent. So if you haven't seen Chronicle, go check it out. It's literally a carbon copy of this film. Lovely, lovely shout! Thank you for that addition. Um, all right, gentlemen, I think it is time for the quiz. Welcome to the uh, the patented quiz section of the How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That episodes of Fan Critical Podcasts. Uh, in this quiz, John McCann, you My will need to answer. Well, because this is this is how serious it is. Ah, sorry, John you... McCann. <laughs> <Good. laughs> uh, um. You will have six questions to answer. You will need to answer three of those questions correctly 
to receive the the badge of uh, watchedness. And you have to watch it again if you don't get three. And I know you don't want to do that. I've got, I've got it on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just on um, listen, I've got six <laughs> questions here for you. We will we'll see how you go in halfway through. And um, <laughs> um, now, question number one. You're going to love this. Um, question number one. What is the name <laughs> of the fellow gang member that Tetsuo kills in the bar? Um, Yama, Yamaguchi? Oh, do you know what? Go on. You're wrong. But uh, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to it, you, I think. It's, it's Yamagata. It, oh, Yama it is Len, yeah. yes. I, I'm going to be generous. And I'll yeah, give, give you because oh, it's, re- it's a regional got the yammer bit. Yeah, it's a regional pronunciation, <laughs> yeah, it's a regional isn't it? Regional dialect. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But remember, yeah. he's he's from Tokyo, so yeah. But I'm Korean, speaking... so obviously we say it differently. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, McCann is spelt very differently to how uh, <laughs> listeners might imagine. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, well done. That's 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 one hundred percent so far. To get into the secret lab. Kay and her resistance gang pretend that they're there for a particular job. What job is it that they pretend they're there to do? Don't remember at all. Uh, I can't accept that answer. <laughs> uh, Len- is it? I can't remember. Is it sanitation? I'm being really stupid here, or something like that. Uh, it's. I'm going for. <laughs> it's going for something slightly more specific. They're there to replace some cables. Uh, yeah, yeah some cables. It, it, it was it was essentially what I was thinking, but just less honestly uh, poo and piss and more cables. Yeah, got you. Anything to do okay. with the resistance? I, like I zoned out. I'm like, I don't Chewed know what's up. going on here. Yeah. Okay. Vive um, la resistance. <laughs> the next question is: the resistance are <laughs> no I'm joking. That's not <laughs> <the best>. uh, <laughs> here you go. Here you go. You got this. In the hospital scene, uh, the aforementioned hospital scene, what are the three toys that walk across Tetsuo's bed? Oh, and you'll I will never need... get this, Gaz. What? Uh, this? Mm. I thought this was easy. You'll get like two of them, I reckon. A, a, to- a toy car. Toy car? Oh, that's the one I thought would be hard. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um... There's no, like a, a bunny. Is there a bunny there? Yes. All right, okay. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. He's got it on in the background. Uh, you know no, this. look. You know, there's nothing <laughs> oh, in my no, hands. I did just look at the screen, but yeah. it's turned off. Yeah, um, you literally looked away. That's suspicious. I, like, a, I don't know, okay. a teddy bear. Like a bear. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. Come well on. Done. I mean... <laughs> Scored more I'm goals surprised. than Arsenal there, John. That's good. Ooh. Yeah. Well, Excellent. I did that on the first answer. <laughs> Excellent. That's also <laughs> true. Um, Kaizaki is a member of the gang, um, of the biker gang. He uh, he wears a tie. <laughs> oh, here we go. He'll <laughs> never get this guess. Right. What colour is he his He doesn't even know who Kaizaki is. What colour is his shirt? What? Oh, uh, <laughs> I know. Not even his time. I'm just oh, I'm, fucking out. <laughs> um, oh my word! I think I know. 
I mean, what colour's the tie? <laughs> that was going to be my little follow-up question if you didn't get the shirt. Right, okay. I was going to give you a second up. Right, uh, for the shirt, I mean, it's just weird and it's just a weird time, so I'm going to go with a green shirt. Len, what are your thoughts on that as an answer? See, now, when you said shirt, it kind of threw me off. I thought it was green as a green shirt. I know he wears a green jacket, um, and I thought it was like a light greeny type shirt. So I'm going to stick with John's answer on that one. Correct. It was a green yeah. shirt. Now, not for any points. Do you know what colour his tie was? His <laughs> <laughs> tie's red. His tie's red with a with red and black. Red and black. I think like uh, Dennis the Menace or something. Just, just plain red. I think. Um, oh, sorry. Okay. All right. Excellent, yeah, I, John. I, the good news is, mate. The good news is you've got three out turn of the, it off. Out of four fuck. so far. Yeah, but te- <laughs> so te- technically he hasn't because we gave we gave him the first one. But yeah, no, absolutely not. No, you can't. Yeah, I might. I might actually. That's half a mark. So you're on two and a half. VAR has ruled that. I'm not watching it. (laughs) Listen, that's 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 how long it it takes. That is how long it takes for VAR to come back (laughs) and rob you of any sense of of glory you've had. Um, Do you want another colour based one? I'll give you another colour based one. You're the quiz master. Fucking hell. What colour? <laughs> what colour is the pill on Canada's jacket? Or what colours plural I should say? White and red, surely. No. It's white and black. Also no. Um, white and colours pink. are <laughs> White and pink. Blue and red slash pink. Blue so yeah. pink then. So uh, Must watch a different version. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you watched yeah. the you watched the white instead of blue version. Yeah. I watched the colorblind yeah, yeah, assisted yeah. version, so slagging me off. I watched the special edition, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a bit can can you name one? I just need one to get a point here. One sponsor on Canada's bike. Uh, Canon is one. Um, <laughs> that's. I mean, that's all you need. You can keep going if you want. Uh, do you know what? I won't, I won't humiliate myself. Canon. <laughs> I think like t- like Timex or so, uh, some shit. I don't know, but Canon is definitely one. Timex, company companies now. Timex, um, Clockbock, uh, <laughs> Schlocky, <laughs> Bico, Schlocky, Bico, um, <laughs> Bico, Bico, uh, gang member. Uh, no, well done. Canon was was one of them. That's excellent work. Uh, I would have also accepted Grimace. Citizen um, <laughs> Grimace's Grimace's accounting um, and yeah. and Shui 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 Shui. Um, there were also some other sponsors who I was hoping you wouldn't say because I recognised the logo, but I couldn't remember what company they were. Mm. Um, so I'm glad you didn't say Kids, yeah. those. But Canon is acceptable. So well done, J-Mac. You have got yourself a pretty tasty four out of six. Um, Technically three congratulations. out of six. Four out of six. So. Three and a half out of six. And that is enough to see you through. You get the stamp of approval. Well done. You have now watched mm. Akira. Mm. Mm. Good. Good stuff. And that uh, that wraps us up for tonight. Um, well, well, it any, doesn't, Gareth. Any, doesn't we've got does to reveal what we're covering next. Well, <laughs> that's what I meant. 
in a way. Um, <laughs> Fucking hack. Have we... Hold on. Wanker. Because... Hold on. Wait. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Just... Little short shit man. Yeah. This is still this is still my podcast. So give me a sec. <laughs> give me a sec. Um so I think I think it's my turn. Uh I, I don't think I've been the victim of one of these for for a long time since I did Robocop. Maybe the first episode ever. Um and I have <laughs> dug deep into my uh closet of shame. Uh, it's, Ro- it's Robocop and, free, isn't it? It's Robocop. <laughs> Robocop. I, Robocop again. I actually <laughs> yeah. pretended that I'd seen it um, for the first one. <laughs> no. Okay. 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 All right. This is bad. And I feel like this is, I have never pretended more than, <laughs> than uh, I've pretended to watch this film so many times and so many times it gets referenced and so many times Imagine I've, that I've one even... second you've pretend <laughs> sorry you've pretend you've pretended to watch this film so many times I've just got this image of you just sat pretending to watch TV and imagining that you're watching yeah. this film I'll tell you what yeah. I did last night I watched uh, watched this film didn't I oh yeah 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 honest I did so don't say that I didn't okay <laughs> can I can I tell you can I tell you as well I've I've given opinions on this film <laughs> to people in like full sincerity I've been like yeah you know it I, I like it but it's just not it's not in my top top five um, <laughs> Disney movies uh, Pixar Ooh, movies Disney, I, it's, Disney oh, movie there you go yeah. narrowed Ooh. it down um, yeah it's bad it's really bad and I feel like if any of my friends listen to this. I will have fewer friends. I'm ashamed to say I have never seen Finding Nemo. Fucking hell. Oh, my word. That's I the mean, best, one of the best ones. How's that happened? Oh, well, no, as I've said, it's not one of my favourites. Um, I like it. Thank you. Why? It's not I mean, as good, is yeah, it? Has well, it got the... Hasn't got and, the, and the heart of monsters. It'll Inc. be a nice change of pace for us to talk about a uh, a Pixar animation, which is something I don't think we've done before. So um, that'll be fun. That I mean, that is sort that's sort of like someone saying I've never seen Toy Story or like Aladdin or something. Yeah, that, that is that on, is honestly. Ter- oh no, honestly. no, 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 no. That it's is not, terrible. No, it's not. It's not. As, it's not. I can tell you mm. this for a fact. It is not as good as as Toy Story. That's I mean, how do you know? Toy Story is amazing, know, do you? but find, Finding Nemo is a very special film, so I, I'm excited for you to watch it. Maybe um, we can watch it together. Maybe we can get really drunk, um, watch Spirited go. Away, and then wake up the next day really hungover, and then order some like little takeaway and watch Finding Nemo. <laughs> it's a perfect Sunday film, cuddled up on let's, the couch. Let's order, let's order fish and chips. Oh, and God, no. Nemo. Poor little yeah. bastards. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Big fan of that. There you go. And then Good you can idea. watch hey, Spirited Away Gaz, again. Gaz, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Gaz. There's a time and a place for that. Yeah. Oh, that's very good. That. Very good. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> oh, you caught us off. You caught us off guard there. Oh, I see what you've done there. I see. See what you've done there. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Anyway. All right. Uh, I'm having a whale of a time. Oh, <laughs> hello! Oh, he's, he's, to... he's he's coming up just just for the halibut. He's just for the halibut. 
All right, we haven't we haven't got enough time. We haven't got enough time to kill. We haven't got enough time to kill here. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. And how many in a row are we going to do? How many in a row? (laughs) Right, that's it. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Uh, Just trying to think of scampi. (laughs) (laughs) Let's scampi out of it. It's terrible. So <laughs> shit, honestly. Good reef. Good reef. Good reef. It's good, honestly. Just straight off the top of my good. head. It's good. That's not that's not a pun, by the way. Man. Hammerhead. No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, all right. Um that is that is enough. We're done. Um Finn. Just <laughs> That's it. Let's go. Now that is genuine. The end. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's the end of that. Does bring us to the end. Of this <laughs> Honestly, so shit. It's so shit. Too no. much. Yeah, it is too um, much. Yeah. Um. All right. No, I'm just. No. I'm, I'm, no I'm more. Stop, I'm going to stop no thinking more. about them. They're, right. We're done. We. There are no more. <laughs> no more. Um, all right. Thank you very much, John, for being here and watching Akira um, and giving it four bloobs, even though maybe it, it wasn't quite for you. Uh, and Len, thank you very much for, um, well, you know, being on the right side of this of this uh, this debate and being in my biker gang um, right against the worries. clown, the clown that is John, the clown fish. There you go. No, there Gav, thank you missed. for being my Tetsuo to my Canada. Yeah, I knew that's what you were thinking when you were talking about their relationship. I just, I wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> you do. You feel um, like slighted and... constantly and then you try and use your superpowers on me and it turns out I'm just the best and try and mm. save you anyway. Rubbish, yeah. Classic. Nice one. Yeah. And thank you, uh, <laughs> listener, for listening in to our for podcast. Uh, please, yes, you. <laughs> that's you, right. Not you, Grimace, you fucking drunk. Get out of here. <laughs> Get back to your work. <laughs> Lunch break's over, Grimace. Um, no, but uh, do keep an eye out on uh, fan critical channels. Uh, see what we're up to. Um, what else we got coming up, Len? Stuff, um, mate. Stuff is just it's awesome things. Don't promise what we cannot deliver. Uh, more of these, if anything. More of these. More of these. More of these coming up. Coming for your ear holes, um, including <laughs> Finding Nemo. So. Uh, we'll speak to you soon. Um, goodbye. Akira.
Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. 